Testing, testing, WNBC. He's a nutritionist. Sit on a potato panel. Just sit on a potato. Hey. <laughs> hey guys, welcome back to Actually Adultish. My name is Christina and I'm your host. I'm a holistic health coach in Los Angeles. I am the creator of the blog Addicted to Lovely and I'm also the host of another podcast called Straight Up Paleo. I'm very excited because today I have some really fun guests. But before we get into that, I have a few announcements really quickly. Not so quickly, but I just want to explain. So the first thing is I recently released my latest ebook, hashtag no sugar, no problems. I'm so excited about it because it is a collection of sweetener free paleo desserts. There are no sweeteners used. So that means no sugar, no stevia, no yacon syrup, no maple syrup, no erythritol, no xylitol, no sweeteners. And there's also no bananas and no dates. So all low glycemic. And it's just, I'm so excited about it because I have everything there. I have cookies. I have brownies. I have cupcakes. I have regular cake. I have puddings. I have milkshakes. I have everything you could ever want, ever need all in this ebook. And I'm so proud of it and excited about it because I just want to make it accessible for everybody to enjoy a sweet treat even if they don't want the sugar or the sweeteners. So I know a lot of people with gut issues or other health issues have to remove sugar from their diets whether that be long term or for a limited time and this is a way that you can still have a sweet treat if you want it. I'm really excited and it's great if you're ketogenic or paleo, primal, vegan, vegetarian, I don't know, diabetic, low-carb, any of the above. If you're on, did I say the candida diet? I'm just going to say that again. Low FODMAP. There are options for you. So I really hope you guys like it. And I have a blog post up about the ebook if you want to learn more. Make sure you use the code actuallyadultish at checkout, but that has to be done on a computer. For some reason, it doesn't work on a phone, but use that code actuallyadultish for 20% off. And I think you guys are going to love it. I'm so excited about it. So if you want to check it out, you can head to my blog, addictedtolovely.com and grab it there under ebooks or go to bit.ly slash no sugar, no problems. That's that. The next thing I would like to discuss with you is the fact that this week is Thanksgiving. So I hope you guys have some amazing Thanksgiving plans and I hope you eat a lot of delicious food. If you don't already know what you're doing or if you know what you're doing and you want to up it a little bit, make it even better, then you should get my Thanksgiving ebook, the one that I created with my friend Kaylee Christina. It's called Gratitude, a healthy holiday guide for paleo Thanksgiving. And it's the ultimate guide for having a stress-free holiday season. We have a ton of amazing paleo recipes inside. I am particularly obsessed with the golden deviled eggs, the sweet potato casserole, the delicious cauliflower mash and gravy this gravy is insane the pumpkin pie of course the green bean casserole the brussels sprouts butternut squash salad we have all of the things it's delicious and the pumpkin nog 
it's so good. So you should totally check out that ebook and it's also great for Christmas. And we also have a whole section all about mindset and lifestyle and exercise and movement and how to deal with family drama and how to be present during the day, how to plan out the week, what to do if you are planning an event or a party. So it's everything you could ever need and more. And you guys are going to love it. And just use the code actually adultish for 20% off. And you can get that on my website, addictedtolovely.com under ebooks or at bit.ly slash gratitude HHG. And you will be all set for the holiday season. Next up this week, we have a giveaway. I'm so excited. So you guys know I love to cook. You know I love spices. So I've teamed up with Simply Organic Spices. I'm sure you guys have seen them. I love their spices. And we are going to do a fun holiday giveaway. Yeah. So there are going to be three winners. So three winners are going to win three of their best sellers. So those best sellers are chili powder, garlic powder, and cinnamon. So... All you have to do is go to the Actually Adultish Instagram, find the Instagram post about this giveaway, and you just follow us, follow Actually Adultish, and follow Simply Organic, and then comment and tag a friend. That's all you have to do. Super easy. And you can win some spices and get your cooking on. So that's really fun. I also just want to remind you of ways you can support the show. You can become a patron of the show at patreon.com slash actuallyadultish and pledge any amount of money that you want each month to the show to support the production costs so that I can continue to put out free content every week for you. You can pledge $1, $2, $5, $10. Everything helps. Another way you can support the show is just by doing your regular Amazon shopping through the link in the show notes or the link on our website. It doesn't cost you any extra money, but it puts a little bit of that money towards actually adultish. So those are the ways you can support me and this lovely podcast if you're enjoying it. So I think those are all of my updates and I think it's time to introduce my guests. So I have the founders of Chimera Coffee, Frankie and Theo. And I also have their ambassador slash friend, Chris Algieri. And Chris is a former WBO world boxing champion, also a former kickboxing champion and a performance nutrition coach. And this conversation was a lot of fun. They came over to my apartment and I made them the flowerless pumpkin brownies that are on my blog and it was just a lot of fun. And we talk about Chimera, the coffee, which is ridiculously delicious and changes everybody's life who tries it. I swear I've given it to so many people and they're always like, what is that coffee? It's magical. But they also have really fun other products. I really like their cacao booster it's so delicious and it has cacao and cinnamon and L-glutamine. And if you know me, you know, I'm obsessed with L-glutamine. It's amazing for gut health. (laughs) Um, so it tastes so good, but yeah, they have a lot of really great products and they're a really cool company. They're really cool guys. And we talk about pretty much everything from how they built their business, came up with the idea of putting nootropics into their coffee 
um, how they deal with social media, what it's like to be an ambassador for them. And Chris talks a lot about fitness and nutrition and what boxing is really like, all the fun things. So I had a great time chatting with them. They're awesome. And you should definitely try their coffee if you haven't already because it's a game changer and it will make you feel like you're on another planet in the best way possible. Also, I definitely recorded them prior to announcing I was starting recording, so included that. I hope you guys enjoy it. Hi, guys. Hello. 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 So I'm very overwhelmed. This is the most testosterone I've ever had in my apartment before. I've never had three men in my apartment. Uh (laughs) The last time I had this much was when the mind pump guys were on. There's only two of them. So... But Chris counts as uh, four, actually, so yeah, it's yeah. six guys. I was going to say the Mind Pump guys, two of them is like four. That's five. true. That's true. They could like eat me. I'm like, they're, they're big guys. Probably us two. Yeah, probably. So why don't you each introduce yourself to people who don't know you? Okay. I'm Theo Armenteros, one of the co-founders of Chimera Coffee from Dominican Republic, currently living in Boston. So yeah, that's it. Okay. I'm Frankie, and I'm Theo's partner in Chimera Coffee, and I live in the Dominican Republic. I'm Chris Algieri, uh, former WBO World Boxing Champion and current uh, clinical nutritionist, and uh, I am a brand ambassador for Chimera Coffee. So how did you guys meet each other? Um, well, I've known Frank our entire life. We went to school together. He's actually three years younger than me, even though he looks like beat up right now. <laughs> it's probably LA taking a toll yeah. on him. It's probably my fault. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we met when we were younger and Chris we met him like um, eight months ago uh, oh yeah. recently I'm new yeah but now you're like BFFs buddy buddy you seem to be with each other all the time yeah, yeah. We, we're gonna adopt him yeah how did uh, that happen he's moving just, well, he's uh, just so it's funny they, they, they invited me out for this ambassadors trip where I thought it was gonna be a whole bunch of the ambassadors and we yeah. had a whole bunch of things planned um, it turned out it was just me and <laughs> wow, <a> special <laughs> treatment. So we all just kind of hung out and had a great trip, like a, a week of West Coasting and doing a bunch of podcasts and video production. And we just hit it off. Everything was just natural. So, so you were just like, where were you on the West Coast? We were, where did we start last time? It was, I it think was it was here. Yeah. In LA. Yeah. Yeah. Don't even LA know. Vegas and Vegas. Yeah. yeah LA and Vegas. Yeah. We don't we know. It's all, so, we went to the Mind Pump Studio. Oh, right. yeah, that's right. Because right. right. we went from San Francisco, yeah. then LA, and then yeah, that's right. Yeah, so okay. we tricked Chris into coming in the first trip. So yeah. we told them that it was like a huge production, and that like we had all the brand ambassadors coming over because we knew he wouldn't come. So I texted my and manager. Then, I'm like, I think these guys just want to hang out with me. Yeah, yeah. and, and that's then what we're happened. like, <laughs> why is he your favorite? Oh, we no, can't we say he's a, he's yeah. our favorite. Yeah, we can't. We, to all the I, other almost, I almost just tricked <laughs> you into it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, so you're in Boston. Where do you guys live? Dominican Republic. Oh, you're like permanently yeah, there. Yeah. Okay. And I'm in New York. And you're yeah. in New York. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So when did you leave the Dominican Republic? Five months ago. Oh, yeah. recently. <laughs> recently, yeah. I was and why did you go to Boston? My wife got a job there. She's a doctor. Oh. Yeah. Ooh. So then I followed her. big. Yeah. Okay. I'm lucky that I have Camara Coffee and I can basically work from boston and go to dominican republic like every month you go there every month yeah recent i haven't gone in like the last two months but i'm going down there now for three weeks because we're having like our christmas party uh we're having our second go for the christmas yeah party. we're having our second uh <laughs> production run like um not our second like our current one yeah i think we're at batch like 19 or 20 20 something yeah yeah 
Have you have you been? No, not yet. Are you going to? Yeah, we've actually talked about uh, me going down there doing some boxing seminars, talking about nutrition stuff and seeing Ooh. the farms. Yeah. So that's just that's that's pending. Ooh, seeing we, the farms. We always like taking some of our brand ambassadors to like the farm community because yeah. it's like just so foreign to them to see people like you know yeah. like Chris or like you know Juji Mufu or like our our new brand ambassador called Blessing. Uh-huh. He's like a, a pro bodybuilder that lives in in Dublin. He's so awesome. And he's like, yeah. he's which humongous. Dublin. Ireland. Oh, okay. Ireland, Ireland. The real Because the there's, real a, there's a fake yeah. Dublin over like here. Dublin, yeah. Texas or something. There's a Dublin like near the He's bay. He's like a, <laughs> a, a, a huge African athlete. And he like sticks out like a sore thumb. He's yeah. really funny. We love that guy. So, okay. Can we compare um, DR to here? What do you think of America? Um, <laughs> well, I love America. And, and Frank and I, we both love America. And it's giving us the opportunity to like push Chimera Coffee forward because yeah. it has such a like good economy and base and everything but compared it it's like dr is similar to miami i would say okay a little more disorganized obviously it's a third world country <laughs> it's one way but to the overall it. sense being so close to like the u.s it's very americanized mm-hmm. um and people down there love americans you're gonna go down there and they're gonna treat you like really kings. yes yeah. why do they love americans i think tourism is like you bring dollars so they know it's been ingrained in the culture like oh tourism helps us so i think everybody loves foreigners okay yeah, yeah. and what's your favorite place in america to visit mm, pacific northwest why? Because it's incredible, like the landscape. No one ever says that. They, they haven't come to New York with me yet. So okay. By the end of this weekend, yeah. it might be a difference. I'm surprised you haven't been in New York. I feel like that's like... We have, no, I, I have, go to but LA not with York. Chris. Not with me. Oh, no. There's no. regular New York and then Chris, New York. <laughs> like what? Underground boxing New York? Uh, no, it's, it's going to be a lot of good restaurants and a lot of cool people and cool spots that you may not normally come across. Like what? Um, so my buddies actually, they own uh, the Blind Barber. Uh-huh. Uh, which is actually out here in Culver City as well, uh-huh. and there'll be one in Hollywood as well. Okay, but it's a so it's essentially a barbershop, but mm-hmm. after hours so it turns blind. into a nightclub. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's that's interesting. Mm-hmm. That's an interesting concept. It's like a speakeasy concept. idea bar, and like you you go through like a back door to like go to the bar and get your. So you get you get like you get lined up. You get like a. Sorry guys, I got a package. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna leave that. Just really? Leave it. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. I like that effect. <laughs> that's, that's pretty cool. You can say that someone that's, was that's cursing. That's very colorful yeah. for like the podcast. I'm, okay. I'm leaving that in. So. <laughs> so can I get like a haircut? And then yeah, that's so you what can I was get a, haircut. A, ha- a haircut, a drink? Each haircut comes with a drink. And then you can you go through a secret doorway and then you enter into the actual bar. And like just, an actual secret doorway? Yeah, like literally it's a, you slide in, like a grate that's out of the way. That's so yeah. cool. Okay, what's your favorite regular restaurant in New York? Um, well, you said, I mean, Frankie, you said catch. Yeah, we went there last night. We went to catch LA here. It was super good. Okay. In New York, um, I'm a big fan of steakhouses. Like, STK is pretty awesome. Um, Nobu Sushi is really good. Um, but yeah, there's, there's, there's tons of really good Italian food too, though. What, okay, as a nutritionist, Mm -hmm. what is your, um, nutrition philosophy what is my stance yeah um <laughs> there is no bad foods there's uh-huh. only bad amounts and bad timing okay um and i am a eat more kind of guy i'm uh-huh. telling this guy to eat more all the time if you see his it's his, a big issue Instagram i don't think feed, people eat enough guy, food this guy just spends all day eating I like i can't i can't eat. believe how like small he is and just like consumes 
calories like a madman. Well, this guy's all week. He's like, this guy eats so much food and mm-hmm. stays lean. I don't know how he does yeah. it. Okay, speak to that more. So, I, I, like you said, I think so many people are underfed, uh-huh. um, and they, you know, the human metabolism is so great that it adapts relatively quickly. So it'll it'll adapt to that lower caloric intake. People are busy. They don't eat all day. They they go long long stretches without having any any nutrition at all, um, and it tends to slow people's metabolism down. And when they do eat. It has more of a, a negative impact than you would expect. Mm-hmm. Um, someone like me, or, or, or when I'm with my clients, I like to make sure keeping everybody fed, keeping mm-hmm. your blood sugar up, making sure you're staying sharp. Which is why the synergy with Chimera makes so much sense for me. Mm-hmm. Staying mentally focused, um, staying up throughout the day. I'm an energetic guy because I eat so much. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, I'm curious, what kind of clients do you work do you usually work with like athletes so i'm the uh head performance nutrition coach at stony brook university okay uh it's a division one program i have about 400 athletes that i oversee okay their their nutrition for specifically for their sport mm-hmm. uh we have a campus rd um but it's not specific to sports that's that's my job okay and i have a few private clients uh one of my guys actually just fought last night uh saturday night w uh, former wba world champion daniel jacobs He's a boxer. Okay. Um, he was the main event on HBO this past Saturday. Oh. And with him, he's a special client because I'll live with him for two months, and I prepare all his meals leading up to fight night and monitor his weight, his intake, uh-huh. his energy levels, his training sessions. I do his conditioning with him. Um, he, he He's a special client. Do you have a UFC fighter that... I do. So I'm also with uh, uh, Vulcan... Um, Osdemeyer, he's fighting uh, for the UFC World Championship against uh, Daniel Cormier. Cormier, yeah, January twentieth. Which is pretty wow. big. Wow. So, deal. are you hooking them up with people? Which actually, people yeah. are, we're saying yeah. Belgium. He's got to get us tickets soon. too to yeah. fight. So oh, cool. <laughs> okay, we're gonna get we're gonna get into that in a second. But <laughs> mm-hmm. let's talk about coffee. Let's do that. So let's talk about Chimera and why is that the name? Oh, why is that the name? Well, the that's been asked like three times in this trip, which is funny. The original name was Kraken Coffee. Okay. Um, we're like we're on an island. We want like a monster, the Kraken mm-hmm. monster. Um, and we the the parent company is actually called Kraken Coffee LLC, but we couldn't use Kraken Coffee because um, we got a cease and desist letter from Kraken Rums. Really? Yeah. But it was for the best because Kraken was a little. Aggressive. aggressive yeah for the girls it was we heard that a lot afterwards yeah, yeah. but they were saying it, it's funny because i was like well it's rum or coffee but it's a black drink that promotes a lifestyle mm-hmm. so it makes sense in, yeah. in, in that sort of way so chimera you so like chimera what, we were like chimera we're like bugging out frank and i um like oh what name we're gonna choose kraken was perfect we had the logo the logo was like an a tentacle holding up a coffee cup like okay yeah like kind of like a fancy smancy teacup um so i'm in virginia and i'm on the phone with frank and i'm just reading Reading out like mythological (laughs) mythological monsters Uh any monster you can think of that will rhyme with coffee right um we obviously changed the the k to get like the website Mm -hmm. everything so when i came across chimera um, Frank kind of he he liked it, and my wife heard it. I liked how it sounded. Yeah, mm-hmm. and my wife heard it, and she's like, "Use Chimera because it's also um, a genetic condition when people have two sets of DNAs. Mm-hmm. Um, you're a Chimera. You've seen people with two colored eyes and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, so we're like, yeah, it'll it'll sound good. And then we're talking, and it just like Frank and I, we always come up with stuff. Like I usually tell him something. And I'm super enthusiastic, and Frank brings it down because I'm like, 
Chimera it yeah. is. Like, imagine, like, throw pillows with Chimera, everything. And Frank's always, like, a bit more logical, and then, like, we settle it down. Yeah. And that's how it's I have, been like, an analytical idea. mind. Like, w- yeah. once you, you throw out yeah. something, like, I try to picture all the scenarios. Mm-hmm. And just like how it work would yeah. work out, so Chimera being like a like a dual DNA or like a couple of animals in one, uh-huh. we said, well, it could be like you, the human being, and then what? And then what, you want coffee? What yeah. you be? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what you become afterwards? It's kind of like a, yeah. a philosophy. Our slogan is "Become the legend." It's okay. like you know, yeah, become like you drink the, the better self. Become, yeah. yeah. Okay. Our coffee is just you know a, an aid or a stepping stone for you to move towards your goals and stuff like that yeah so why don't you explain what's different about your coffee why is your coffee better than everyone else's there you go i wouldn't say it's better than anyone else's but the taste yeah it tastes tastes pretty good because um we have really good coffee crops in the dominican republic like our Mm -hmm. mountain ranges are are excellent for growing coffee Mm -hmm. um they're very similar to uh jamaican mountain ranges which has some of the best coffee in the world. Have mm-hmm. you heard that? No, no? but yeah, well, there's does. a mountain called Jamaican Blue Mountain, which okay. is like for people that that really know about coffee, uh-huh. coffee snobs. That's like expensive one of the expensive coffee. It's very yeah. expensive coffee. So, besides the fact that we have excellent uh, weather conditions and, and soil and climate to grow coffee. Uh-huh. Um, you know, it's in our backyard. We go and pick the batches and make sure that the beans are like the best beans for our specific batches. And then after that, we mix them with nootropics, which are brain vitamins, mm-hmm. you know. So that's the other half of the equation, you know, with the great taste. We have, uh, we we put alpha-GPC, L-theanine, taurine, and DMA into the coffee mm-hmm. in an industrial machine. We homogenize all that in there. And you can't even tell that you know, the coffee has anything in it. Well, you, you can, like the, the flavor, but you can't taste it. Yeah, you yeah. can't right? taste it, but you can definitely feel it. Okay. Why don't you talk about what those different nootropics do? Oh, Frank's the, the resident nutritionist, scientist. Okay. He actually yeah. spent like a year and a half with yeah, um, working with the formula. We 52 prototypes, uh-huh. and uh, we spent about a year just getting getting the formula that we have now. We even, we had a... Uh, aid from an, a lab in Virginia that helped us out a little mm-hmm. bit with like the formulation and the so, stability and yeah. the compounds and stuff, make sure it was it, it was stable at high temperatures mm-hmm. yeah. so alpha GPC and uh, DMA are choline compounds mm-hmm. which I don't want to get too technical but when, uh, when it crosses a blood brain barrier um, they help you with the neurotransmitters mm-hmm which are essentially responsible for like your brain and body connection, you know, muscle reaction time. Mm-hmm. Um, then you got taurine and L-theanine. L-theanine helps you like hone the caffeine jitters and makes you, you know, feel a little bit more focused. Um, you know, when sometimes you feel like uh, you're in the zone type of deal, mm-hmm. you know, you enter like a flow state. Yeah. Uh, L-theanine helps you you know, achieve those, uh, let's say brain waves or enter that, that zone. And, um, last is taurine. It helps you prolong, uh, dopamine levels. So, you know, the combination of, of all that, let's say, um, if, if caffeine is good for you for, uh, let's say two hours that you feel energized and, and you're feeling like good about that, Mm -hmm. um, with these, 
uh, nootropics, you could probably be energized for for almost twice that. Yeah, yeah. So you no don't, crash. You, don't, you know, the crash is 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 uh, let's say tamed with the uh, the L-theanine. Yeah. Which is a green tea extract. So. My co-host Kara likes to say that your coffee makes her feel like she's floating on clouds. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 That's a good That's, description. Yeah. 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 So how did you like? What made you decide to to do that? To put those <laughs> to put the nootropics. Well, we were coffee. taking we were we were doing coffee and brain pills separately. Separately. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, sometimes we would. Um, I was a pre-workout junkie, mm-hmm. and uh, I really there it got to a point where I didn't like the way that I was feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, so after reading about it and like just seeing that some of them have a lot of sugars and fillers and stuff like that, I. Um, we decided to try out like a, a more natural route. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wait. Can we talk about that pre-workouts? Okay. Um, I would just like to hear your opinions because people ask all about yeah. it all the time. Personally, I took them for most of them are just filled yeah. With I shit. I took pre-workouts even. Do you remember like in the like '99 Xenadrin came out? No, or, I was like it, four years old. Well, I remember I took that. I wasn't. Oh, um, I took it and I. You old as fuck. And I literally, I fainted. I fainted when really? I took that. Yeah, but after that, I just kept on always taking pre-workouts, and it's just just a tingling feeling you get. I mean, it, it doesn't seem natural. Yeah. Um, and what Frank said, they were full of sugars. Ex- it's expensive. Mm-hmm. You're taking something artificial. And then, but that's why they're telling you you need it. Well, they they <laughs> definitely make you feel more energized because they're yeah. full of caffeine. But you know yeah. what? Yeah. What's the? Wh- where do you get the caffeine? You get yeah. it from coffee. So yeah, yeah. Well, that's synthetic caffeine that they use, and they yeah. most of those companies get it from China. And it, you can look at YouTube videos online and how they produce that caffeine in China, and it's um, and it's just basically mounds and mounds of <laughs> caffeine laying out there, and it's all like blowing in the wind. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Well, what? Okay, you must have an interesting perspective. Like you work with all these athletes. And so I'm I'm adamantly against using pre workouts. As yeah. an athlete myself, I yeah. never did. Um, I honestly didn't even drink coffee until like my late twenties. Okay. So um, I was just kind of I was a food guy. Mm-hmm. You know, I still am. I still very very much am a food first kind of person. So yeah. um, keep my energy levels up by eating the right foods at the right times. Yeah. And with my athletes, I had the same thing. I actually had Vulcan text me today. He goes, can I have a sugar-free uh, monster? Yeah. And I said, <laughs> no. <laughs> he's no. like micromanaging. While we were no. running. He's like, like a kid. <laughs> I go, he's like, can I, can I have it? I go, I'm like, well, you can drink piss. Yeah. <laughs> if you want. I just don't recommend it. And he goes, that's a very lovely way to put it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, have some coffee with a, with a banana, put okay. a little sugar in it, and, and go ahead and have your workout. Yeah. Chris is really mean athletes i am so. so now so like do you do chimera as like a quote pre-workout yeah so okay. so people ask me all the time like like well why do i even use chimera mm-hmm. why do i use coffee like, it's honestly it's a, it's a pre-workout for me okay um you know my sport boxing it's it's so much seen on the from the public eye as kind of like rock'em sock'em robots but it's a highly skilled sport with a lot of yeah. mental and psychological aspects to it so being uh being focused in and being in that flow state is really important for nearly every session so yeah. that's where I would say that I would use like a pre-workout would be my my coffee. Do you guys have coffee every morning? I do. Yeah. I have like four cups a day. Oh. Yeah. I have two. Two cups. One in the morning, one in the afternoon. Oh. I don't. I normally, I start my day actually with uh, yerba mate in the morning and then I have uh, coffee in the afternoon. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Which if you follow Chris, you'll see his morning routine, uh, routine What's every your morning day. Routine? You'll see the picture of his 
Okay, this is a juice or Do you meditate? Shit. You seem like I, a meditator. I do. I do a lot of visualization. Okay. I have throughout my entire career. So that's okay. been something that... Because um, for one, like people ask me all the time, like, oh, do you get you get nervous when you go into a ring or when you fight? I've had 44 professional fights since I was 19 years old. Yeah. So um, I've gotten kind of accustomed to that. But what had helped me get over the nerves of, of fighting another man in front of a whole bunch of people was visualizing it so many times leading up to it. I would do a lot of um, meditation and just shut everything down and just really think about. I walk. I think about the ring walk. I think about the car ride from the hotel to the arena. I would think about right before the bell bell rang in round number one. I'd get myself there first. Mm-hmm. So when I was going through the process, I had been there so many times. There's nothing to be nervous about. Yeah, for you, what is the most challenging part of that whole experience is it the mental or like the physical aspect of fighting i mean physically it is it's a it's crazy demanding the metabolic demand yeah. is, is, is super high um the training is way harder than the fighting honestly it's, what is the training like training camps are, are long and arduous they're usually depending on on the athlete um you're looking at eight to 12 weeks leading up to a fight okay um and it's in nature boxing or fight sports are catabolic yeah, the athletes are always trying to lose weight. Mm-hmm. So uh, we were talking about this yesterday. I don't know who we were talking yeah. about. They were asking about how much, how many calories I eat a yeah. day, and I eat between thirty five hundred and four thousand calories a day during training camp, and I still lose about a pound of body fat a week. Wow! So the output's so high. Yeah, you know, it's it's really demanding, and being in that catabolic state all the time for for two months, mm-hmm. it's it's demanding. I feel like it's really mental too, like for you to break through to like the top, the top heap of the fighters. Yeah, it's it's. Definitely. Absolutely. At the highest level, it, it's it, everybody's good. Yeah. Listen, every, yeah. Top 20 guys are all really good, really fast, really strong, really fit, train really hard. The top guys are just mentally stronger. And what do you think? Do you think it's the visualization that helps the most, or is there other other it, techniques you use? I think it depends. I think it depends on, on the athlete themselves. Like, I think some guys... Um, I think their focus and, and, and their drive and their passion comes from different places. Yeah. You know, so some guys are, are fighting to get out of, you know, their, their current living situation or where they grew up or mm-hmm. their, their, you know, their their heritage and their family. You know, mm-hmm. a, lot of, a lot of fighters are poor. Yeah. Um, I didn't have that, you know, that situation. I came from a Long Island suburb. Yeah. You know, um, I went to college. You know, mm-hmm. I have opportunities to work outside of boxing. My passion came for the actual love of the sport. Mm-hmm. I I've grew up watching it. My grandfather was my hero, and he's his heroes were, were fighters. Okay. So it was just yeah. natural for me to be look up to these guys because yeah. my hero looked up to them. Yeah. So. But uh, also, I think it takes like a special kind of, of person to like, uh, like just mentally get over like really really tough situations. Like like this guy when he was fighting for the world title. Yeah. He uh, in the first round, he got his orbital bone broken by one punch and for you to fight like till the end with that type of pain and, oh and just God, one, yeah. one eye shot I, I mean I, I think that a lot of people can't do that yeah you should it's you crazy. should google in that moment like was it one of those things where like after the fight was over then all the pain hit like like while you were fighting was it like blunted uh, a little bit because of all the adrenaline and- so the funny thing people ask that a lot about like could you feel I, I pain I ask you that yeah. all the time and well I'm sure you felt it but I'm just wondering if it was worse the funny after. thing is like, like you, you're you're your feeling is actually it's heightened you, you mm-hmm. feel everything more than you normally would mm-hmm. but there's a disconnection mm-hmm. so it's almost like an out of body thing like where you're 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 more analytical in terms of the pain I was yeah. like, I, 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 oh I felt that on my elbow and you're kind of like systematically going through it's like okay is that injured 
Is oh that something? Oh my god. That hurts me. Yeah, that's a good one. How long was it like? I had a black eye for, for about four months. Did you have to get surgery? No. So luckily I did not. Uh, th so what they told me was that um, surgery wouldn't guarantee that it would heal any stronger okay. and it could, pot could potentially injure my, my, my vision. It would impair my vision. Is, is your vision fine? Totally now? fine. Oh, thank totally God. Fine. That's crazy. Okay, wait. Have you ever given someone like a really bad injury? Yeah, I've knocked some people out pretty bad. Oh my God. Your eyes like bigger than my head. So yeah. Chris just just showed her a picture of his. I feel nasty so bad ass. for you. Oh Don't my God. notice I'm smiling in the photo. I know. I've got like... a brand new world title sitting across my lap in the ambulance on the way to the hospital. Happiest moment I could possibly have. After a fight, like the guy who gave you that, do you like talk to each other or does he like? There's an incredible <laughs> amount of respect between fighters, especially after fights. Yeah. Um, yeah, when you're in there with somebody, and that was a 12-round fight, when you're in there with someone sweating and bleeding on each other and matching skill and wit for, for 36 straight minutes mm -hmm. and doing it in front of millions of people, mm -hmm. the camaraderie and the bonds that develop after that are like nothing else. Yeah. It's like, and all the animosity's gone. Mm -hmm. gone. Do, you, do you sometimes, like, don't want to go back and fight him because you're like, man, this is gonna be, he's my friend. So I've had to fight sparring partners before. I hate it. I hate knowing yeah, that they're imagine. a human being. Like I knew he had kids and all. Like I don't want to think about that. You know, like I'd rather I'd rather that, think of them as an object, not a human. Well, that's what I want to ask you. Like, how does your family feel about you fighting? Like, is that hard? They, uh, they've they've literally always hated it. Okay. They've always asked me when I was gonna stop. Uh huh. Um, every every new injury that came, they're like, "All right, are we done now?" And I'm like, "No." And I remember one time I broke my hand. Um, I have a titanium plate, five screws in my in my metacarpal. In my wow. It's like my ten or eleven pro fight. And I remember my mother was taking me to the hospital to get the surgery done. Um, and afterwards, my mom still calls me to this day, Chrissy. Mm -hmm. She puts her arm on. on, on my grandma on my calls me that. <laughs> <laughs> Twins. <laughs> Twinning. Uh, I'm laying on the gurney after the surgery. I'm just waking up. And uh, she pats me on the arm. She goes, Chrissy, she's like, you got metal in your hand now. And I was like, and like I'm, I'm like, I literally yeah. just woke up from. Leave me alone, mom. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I just woke up from surgery, and I'm like, getting out of the anesthesia. And I'm like, I'm looking at her like, yeah, and mm -hmm. that's why we were here. Yeah. And she's like, um, I think you should, it's time that you really should see this thing through now. How many years ago was that? <coughs> that was in 2010. Yeah. 2000, and what do you say to that? Oh, it was just, it was, it was, it was great to have that acknowledgement from my mother that like what I was doing was worth it, and mm -hmm. that she was ultimately okay with it mm -hmm. and it, like i had been a pro for shoot 10 years already before that moment came yeah wow yeah. that must be really hard to be doing something that you love so much in your family like because i mean how do you i don't know, know how you deal with that because it's like you love the sport and what mm -hmm. you're doing but you also did you feel guilt about no making them worry no i i didn't um I just, I, I, there's a great saying, and I think uh, I think Floyd Patterson said it. He said, boxing is like being in love with a woman. Like, she can be mean, and mm -hmm. she can be terrible, and she can hurt you, but when you love her, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. You just, you keep going back to it. And that's kind of like how boxing is for, I think, all of us. Do you, are there any common misconceptions about fighting that you, that bother you? That you would like to... First of all, like I kind of said earlier, like the whole Rock'em Sock'em Robots thing, people just think like it's like a, it's like a strong guy 
you know, context. Yeah. And it's, it's where it's really like, a, uh, it really is a matching of wits and skills. Yeah. Well, it's, um, it's also funny that hanging out with this guy, like when we go to places, nobody, like we have a, we have a, a game uh-huh. that we ask people, like, guess what he does for a living? Yeah. He has and it's like, what do they it's say? It's like, what? <laughs> I, 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 the other, they that, think that he's was, like a model. That was, that, was, <laughs> that was a really good one. The other, the other day, the girl said, she's like, I don't know, do you have like a, do you have like a, a school that like teaches boys how to be handsome and gentlemen and things like <laughs> that? Like, it seems like a handsome gentleman school or something. Like, you own answer. <laughs> yeah. That was interesting. <laughs> but yeah, no, he, he, he gets a kick out of that game. Yeah, that's, that's interesting okay and then so when did you start taking or when did you start like drinking chimera um so i think you reached out to me and i probably forwarded to my manager um about the brand and we checked out the your your social media and it's awesome like the photos are great and it's really cool it's fun mm-hmm. um and then you guys had sent me some of the coffee i was in camp with, with jacobs at the time um and we were actually in the bay area mm-hmm. we were training in oakland okay so i was uh i was I w- just there last weekend it's, it's cool up there. Yeah, it's different. It's different. It's definitely way different than down here. Yeah. Um, that's... So we were up there for two months. It was kind of rainy last the beginning of last year. Mm-hmm. Like, it was like oddly rainy. And I'd never been there. Like, the first time I'm there, of course, it's, it's raining. But um, yeah, they had sent me the stuff and I tried it. I'm like, like first of all, like, this stuff is delicious. Yeah. You know, like I really, really like Yum. the flavor. Yeah. I'm like, all right, so that's that's a good. I'm like, I don't know about this. I don't know about this, this brain vitamin bullshit, but yeah. <laughs> it tastes good. Yeah. But um, but yeah, and I just found that um, I was I was feeling really good when I was using it in my workouts and um, it was it tasted good and it was I, I was seeing a lot of synergy with the brand and what was going on. And then when we when we all met, then I was really like, all right, this is these guys are great. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about your marketing strategy because you guys are funny to me. They're very interesting. So, what's your um, marketing strategy? I think we just try to like enhance whatever we are, like yeah, whatever like a reflection. We like. Yeah. Uh-huh. Frank likes being funny. I like taking these type of pictures. I like these types of sports. So we're just like, okay, I can't I can't be a rally driver. So let's just work with a rally driver that mm-hmm. has the same passion as we do or i can't be a boxer let's just work with a boxer so i feel like i can yeah we, uh chris and i oh, had they a fight last time yeah. that we were they, here it was, it, was, it, was really, it was really close too <laughs> oh correct frank <laughs> was gonna hard fight to him. believe fight frank was gonna fight him and then he saw him his skills <laughs> and he's like let's sh- do this movie yeah that's, that's right Stated. frank <laughs> we should keep him here in la and i think he'll flourish as an actor here i don't know what and they're talking director. about yeah Interesting. Okay, wait. But so, how do you when you first when you first created this product? What's your first move? What's our first move? To market, we're like, we don't have any money. Um, Let's just reach out to this baby. Let's see who wants to like throw put pictures up for free, Uh and let's see what we. Theo started taking photography uh, lessons like on online. Mm -hmm. I started taking uh, video editing lessons. We decided to get like some cool gear cameras mm-hmm. and stuff and you know that's helped us out tremendously just like raising the quality of our of our um yeah, Instagram. Feed. your feed, yeah, feed. Do you think do you think instagram's the main the main thing it it'll get you um it'll put you out there and i think what instagram does that's good is that if you have a bunch of ambassadors then it's always in people's faces and we feel that our product once people try it it'll sell itself yeah we, we just have to if we had a huge marketing budget, then I'd have like marketing in every single state because I know it would sell. I know mm-hmm. people will love it because yeah. it's. I mean, in terms of pricing, I think if you look at it, oh, it's just coffee. Then 
it is on the expensive on, side of the pre on the premium on the premium brands yeah. we're probably in the mid size midline of the prices but when you think about adding the nootropics in yeah. there then it's yeah, if worth you buy the money. if you buy the two things separately it's it's it, well yeah. over yeah, like $35 I mean, I think dollars. The, yeah like so. I think about like I have a bottle of L-theanine over there that itself it was like forty bucks. Right. Yeah, and it's more right. easily you'll take it. You have to drink the coffee, so yeah. it's also convenience. Mm -hmm. So you'll take it, and it's like when I tell people, um, sometimes people that have taken a lot of pre-workouts in their entire life mm -hmm. won't feel the effects. Some of so them just want like them over caffeinated. Like, yeah, yeah. So well. limitless. Yeah, the limitless effect. They have no effect, body like, awareness at right. that point. <laughs> yeah. So I just tell them, Most listen, don't. yeah, true. Yeah. So when those people come up to us and say, like, oh, I don't feel that Chimera's working, um, we say you're probably sensitive to it. Or well, we have to, like, recommend, like, a soft reset or, like, yeah. a reset. Like, uh -huh. why don't you stop drinking coffee for, yeah. like, like four days and, and then yeah. start it back up so, you know, your body can cleanse itself and uh, start from, from, from scratch pretty much. Yeah. And the nootropics are still doing their work. Mm -hmm. that, that's one thing that everybody has to know. It's like a multivitamin. They're still there working fixing everything up mm -hmm. in your body so um we usually are always out in the lookout for like articles and journals and studies that'll back up like back the scientific up all our claims we can't afford to have a medical study done but there are other people doing it and you can look it up on our website and there's like tons of tons of posts from uh legit clinics and legit studies so it's all there so okay you have this product and you're going to reach out to people who are you reaching out to um at first it was um grapplers because another partner of ours uh, jake shields he's a grappler so we reached out to them but we also knew that we we can't survive on that so well, theo theo does uh does grappling yeah mm -hmm. i do gra that's and, my and hobby that's, okay. that's his hobby so yeah. he was he was more drawn towards like yeah uh, that and it's type easy for me to see who are growing we we try to get um like individuals who are like have uh small instagram accounts that but we see potential mm -hmm. and and that's important because it's for young companies whoever's listening right now i mean that's a way to get your brand out there because these yeah. people will grow with you and they'll actually be more enthusiastic a testament to that is uh, Juju Mufu. Mm -hmm. When we first reached out to him, he had, I think, 3,000. Like, 3,340. Like 3, followers. Wow, I knew it. And now he has, I don't know, like nine, almost a million. Almost a million yeah. followers. So. Well, no, I mean, I asked this because I know that there are a lot of like small business people who are trying to put some products out there who listen to this podcast and like i mean i deal with brands too and like my my last job i was just doing all sponsorships and brands and i think that a lot of companies don't understand what they're doing and they're not even looking at engagement they're just they'll pay people with big numbers who mm -hmm. bought their following because they're not even looking at engagement right mm -hmm. um and also but how do you do you pay people to post? Yeah, we do. Okay. Yeah. So how do you pick who you're gonna pay? Um, it just has to. Be well, we have a we it, do have a, a budget. Uh -huh. Yeah, and we what we do is uh, we split it fifty fifty. Okay. So me and Theo are the ones that choose like the brand ambassadors, like the ones that I might like, and then the ones that he might like, mm -hmm. and then we bring them to like the table and. We, and start, we, we start working with them, but normally we yeah. do like maybe like a two to three month rotation depending on how well uh -huh. they do. Uh, but we do pay attention to like engagement. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. 
And one thing that's important that when we bring it, so Frank has like 10 people that he wants to bring in now and I have like five people. I'm just throwing out numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, so I present a case to why I think these people are important to the company because I want them, I don't want just Frank to go ahead and like, oh yeah, well, uh, you yeah. have money, let's go ahead and use this guy. I want him to feel and to get to know that ambassador as I got to know him in the little research that I've done. Mm-hmm. And, and Frank does the same thing and he'll like we argue back and forth and at the end it it's always worked out like that and with our other uh ambassador numbers um not our ambassador co-founder numbers he he's also chooses he's not here okay you know. sometimes it's trial and error as well yeah yeah Do you ever- it just depends but you normally um people that stay with us are, are are people that might be doing either something different or going that extra mile we really like that mm-hmm. you know just just trying to to do a good job as a brand ambassador yeah and, you know that's that's hard also we, yeah mm-hmm. are we you definitely notice that you see are you just doing all athletes um no we have um or like we, people in fitness yeah, yeah yeah but we have because i've w- had drone pilots um we've worked with a uh, video game announcer uh-huh. um a rally driver is an athlete um but We've also worked with comedians at the beginning. We've worked with a couple of comedians. Okay. Yeah. Is there a reason why you're sticking with just fitness? I feel that so some of the people that we've stopped working with, they're not as diligent in like you need to be to be an ambassador. You have to be organized and you have to like keep doing the post. So mm-hmm. um, some people just stop doing that work, and I feel like fitness people actually like they they have that sort of organization i think since they're like, they're like going disciplined to the, yeah 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 so yeah for now we're doing we're doing just just fitness but um but do you we're worry definitely open to do you worry that that sort of blocks you off from reaching another market yeah well the because fitness industry ta- is huge like, uh, yeah like that's true have, but like, you, you could make it bigger yeah yeah we, why are you blocking yourself in you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like there are so many random i'll tell you right now anybody in la you tell them there's something fancy in their coffee and they'll just buy it yeah. i mean funny I, funny you should mention that we have a project that uh is it's gonna coming out it's gonna be coming out we yeah. can't really tell you secret? about it it's a secret but maybe Whoa. you could have us back on when Whoa. it's finally yeah, out we'll there we'll be back here when yeah. it when it world comes domination to <laughs> world domination yeah. but going back to what you said yeah, we do want to reach other markets. Because I've, I've always said like soccer moms. Yeah. Like they need they need the energy. Yeah, probably but more just, than also just athletes. regular pe- college students. Yeah. Like regular pe- doesn't everybody? We want- actually had a meeting two days ago about all that stuff. That yeah, it's, it's that's the thing. It's like times. because I worry like if you block like if you look at your Instagram, it just seems like this is like a coffee for if you're into fitness mm-hmm. yeah. you know and there are a lot of people who would love your coffee and i take it for work too yeah like when i have like you know i take it in the morning mm-hmm. before i go i go to my office so yeah we've yeah. worked with artists with yeah. pixar artists yeah they actually all the design because um are limited like edition designs that we do for christmas or easter it's all done by a pixar artist uh-huh. which are easter bag designs gonna be pretty cool I'm excited to see. Well, but yeah, because it's like it's cognitive enhanced, like as you know, like so. I think that applies to everybody who doesn't yeah. want to. Yeah, everybody who wants to have uh, long-term um, mental health benefits. Like yeah. So we have a lot of stuff, a lot of uh, stuff on our plate. We, wish we have a lot of stuff have... going on. Like tomorrow, we're going to Seattle to mm-hmm. meet up with the Seattle Seahawks. 
we have a coffee machine in their installations and we're doing that with more NFL teams mm -hmm. and like we're working with some NBA people that are also catching on to it and yeah you know so we have a lot of stuff and where do people buy your coffee on Amazon and on our website Chimera are you, Coffee are you Chimera get with into a K stores? coffee with stores? a K we're in some don't stores don't worry it'll be all over <laughs> well we're on some stores in in Dominican Republic and some uh stores like and gyms in the u.s we have like a bunch of scattered gyms over mm -hmm. here mm -hmm. in the united states but you, know, you guys right. have to get into erewhon have you what's been that? there no what's that what's that you guys you came to la and didn't go to erewhon what is it oh it's like God. a supermarket it's, or something yeah it's all I t so it's like whole foods on crack like it's like super bougie like everything there's so expensive really it's yeah it's anybody who visits la it's the first place they go like they hmm. have you, ha you have to go. Do you have any time to stop there before? Probably not. No? We d no. might. Before you leave. But you're going to write it down how it, yeah, you're going to share you it to me. You have to get into Erewhon. I stopped yeah. there in the way. It's yeah. like super specialty yeah. products. Like well, if you need food, get there, get food we there. We want to do next year the Food Expo West. Oh, I'll be there. Yeah. We yeah. Have you guys not been to Expo West before? No. Um, we we've been to like food. fitness expos, but we've heard that food. Food. all our research says that we should go to that one. That's yeah, you should yeah. definitely go, but it's it's a it's taxing. You'll you'll need the the coffee for sure. Yeah. I what literally mean, felt like, like I got hours? hit by a truck. Oh my god! It's we so we much. we did a couple of CrossFit, CrossFit events, events, and it's oh, seven bet. to seven. Yeah, and yeah. it was early. and we're like standing we didn't there eat. like Remember handing we people coffee eat. and mm -hmm. just pitching, 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 pitching. It was like all day, like seven to seven. We did twelve hours, hours of just drinking coffee, not even water. What is this? Oh my god! Well, yeah. So what's so special about your coffee? <laughs> I mean, that's what everybody's yeah, gonna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. I had like uh, at the at the end of the of the CrossFit events, like I was just like talking, like I didn't even know what was saying. Like people mm -hmm. were asking me, and I'm like just repeating everything out of order and we were finding ridiculous. creative ways to like like deviate from what we said before yeah, yeah. don't like, even like, just like, be like just try it like, no we're like imagine yeah. like our our, our partner, partner was like, like imagine, you're in a plane imagine, and landing on, like yeah yeah ridiculous. imagine imagine your brain is like a four lane highway <laughs> wait it's but like, you guys have other products too we do we have um so we have a coconut oil. Mm -hmm. um, that's Super in good. yeah. That's in single serving packs. It's it's really What's refreshing. What's special it's, about the, it's, it's just, delicious. It's Dominican it's delicious coconuts. And it's, it just tastes super clean. Yeah, too. yeah. Just, it's a special filtered process which we won't reveal to, here. You need yeah. to give me that. Um, yeah. But it just yeah. we did like a blind tasting pure. with like six different coconut oils, mm -hmm. and that one always was like one and two. And I some of them were like the top brands. It goes really good in your hair too, by the way. So we have that. We have the Chimera Cacao Booster, which is Ceylon. That's my favorite. Yeah. We just like rock cacao, Ceylon, cinnamon, and a little bit of... The Ceylon cinnamon, cinnamon is um, that from... Yeah, it's from uh, Vietnam. Mm -hmm. So it's like the super duper premium one. Okay. That seed stack's pretty awesome too, though. The seed we have stack. a seed stack, which is an assortment of uh, hemp, chia... Sesame and sesame flax. Sesame yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And what do you do with the seed stack? Oh, we put it on everything. We we Just had a chef toss um, work on I a couple of recipes. I put on my oatmeal yeah. and my yogurt. Yeah. Yogurt, oatmeal, smoothies, salads. The I put them, I put them on, on my fish, too. Yeah, that was going to say. The mind pop guys put on their sushi. Yeah. Ooh, the, that sounds good. Um, so we had this chef that works with us in Canada, Alex mm -hmm. Edmonton. Um, you can find him on Instagram. But he uses our recipe. He had some, like... Um, coffee crusted ribs um he had yeah that sounds so good yeah he all his recipes are on his instagram feed and he did a bunch of stuff with our products so 
we're gonna work with him again in December with all with the coconut and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he's gonna come up with a bunch of other recipes. Okay. Yeah. I want to get back to the Instagram thing. So, what are you looking? What are you looking for when you're looking at people's feeds? Because like, how are you deciding? You guys are talking about the value of looking at smaller people, like mm-hmm. quality. You know, image um, quality. Yeah, it's okay. You're looking it's for that. Like, how do you important. tell if somebody's worth sticking with if they have a smaller following? Like, they have the like you're a, talking about before. First, all the pictures the have to have to be like same. High like, def. High def color gamut. You see, mm-hmm. you follow those like famous Instagram photographers, mm-hmm. and it feels mm-hmm. like one thing. Um, I look for that. I look for that they have to be inspirational. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one thing. I always look for value. Like if if uh, something looks really good to me, I it's like kind of like a gut instinct that you know this is yeah. If, if I I think it's it's worth you know following or or, or just looking at at their feed for for mm-hmm. a little bit, then I think I also look at engagement as yeah. well. Like if I see that people are like commenting and and you know they're engaging really well with that yeah. one person, it's because they have like. Yeah, a bunch of people like important. admiring them or, or like, like yeah. wanting to follow them. But what about the whole Instagram algorithm fiasco? I know that's kind of it, it's been kind of hard to like get new people. Yeah. Because um, before you could go on Instagram search and just like have all these other different people that you never see. Now they just try to match you with people that you're already following. So mm-hmm. you feel like. You're going, you're going in circles, yeah. So I just do like sometimes. Recently, I've been doing Google searches like rock climber, uh-huh. um, top twenty up and coming rock climbers, yeah. top twenty up and coming fencers, that sort of stuff, mm-hmm. and it's been helping a lot. Uh, I've found that recently there's been more blogs about um, Instagrammers to follow in different sports, so that helps a lot. Okay, interesting. Yeah. And what? So what do you ask of your ambassadors? What does that mean? This is like an it, exclusive club. It, it just varies. <laughs> just varies on like like different posts make sure that uh-huh. you know first first and foremost that they love they love right? the product they love using the yeah. product yeah. um and um you know i guess i guess it just varies from from individual to individual sometimes uh-huh. um if if you're they're required to hang out with you like chris yeah, right yeah. they have to, they have to hang out oh we'd, we'd love to have a lot more money and take <laughs> all of them down to dominican republic yeah, yeah. and wait what when are you guys doing that for our Christmas party, we're you're going for the Christmas party. Uh, Chris? No, he's, he's not, in the LA trip. Oh, okay. For the Christmas party, we're only having uh, blessed down there, so we're having like a dodgeball tournament for all the kids at the farm. Mm-hmm. Um, we're gonna have like weightlifting competition stuff like that. So, okay. So, what's do you guys like? What do you guys do for fitness? I do grappling. I like weightlifting and, uh-huh. and CrossFit. I also oh, you do, do CrossFit? Running. Yeah. What? Oh, how long have you been doing CrossFit? Uh, for like a year and a half. Oh, really? Yeah. What got but you I into do, it? I do. I do CrossFit like once a week. Oh, okay. I do, I do more like weightlifting, and uh, I go running. I went for a run with this guy this morning, and he killed, destroyed me. Where did you guys run? All Santa on the Monica. beach. Yeah. Oh, okay. Just yeah. on the boardwalk. By it was really beach. pretty. Yeah. No, it's beautiful there. A lot of weirdos too. Oh yeah. yeah. Did you see anything of note today? What was today? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We went. Um, I went in the bathroom and there was this dude in the stall oh, next yeah. to me. Iron Man. That's right. Just talking about how he was Iron Man. And <laughs> yeah. To like, himself. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's like. Full conversation by himself. He's like, God, if you're listening to me now, I am Iron Man. 
Get me a woman. <laughs> get me a woman that will that love woman. me. Or, or man, or man, or that or will man. love me and cherish me. Did he, he was did like he preaching to himself. see the guy? Was no, he dressed as I, Iron Man? No, he was, he was in a stall and just talking very loudly. Maybe yeah. he was practicing some lines for the new Iron Man movie. No. I doubt that that's a line. <laughs> Find you, me a man or a woman <laughs> that will love me. That's Iron Man. <laughs> did you see Did you see him? No, no. Oh. We got out there pretty quick. Yeah, interesting. What about you? What about like when you're not getting ready for a fight? What is? What yeah, you I mean, I'm a I'm a very fitness orientated person, yeah. so um, I'm unlike a lot of other fighters that when they when I don't have a fight, I'm still very active and fit. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, but I like to get away from boxing and like do other things. Like uh, what? So I competed my first triathlon this past summer. Wow! Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. That was a lot of fun. That's something I definitely think um, I'll be doing more of in the future. Um, that was fun. I'd like to do a lot of foot races. You know, 10Ks, half marathons, things like that. Uh, okay. I do like to run. Um, I've been swimming more recently. Interesting. I like to swim. That's I feel like not enough people like do that. It's hard. Yeah, swimming is really, yeah. really difficult. It's yeah. a very technical uh, sport too, and, and you need coaching. You really mm-hmm. do like to get to get good at it. And a clean pool. And a clean and a pool and access pool. to a pool. Yeah, and, yeah, and uh, access to a pool. It's not like yeah. like yeah. you could just do uh, on your sneakers and, and leave the house. And yeah. Just go running. Um, I do like to lift weights, which a lot of boxers don't do. Um, so resistance training, whenever I get the chance, I'll lift yeah. more when I'm not in training camp than when I'm actually boxing. What do like you made a reference to, like what other boxers? What are other boxers usually doing on off season? And they're just usually like sitting fat. around. Okay, big old fat. Guts. Well, why do they do that? Because isn't that isn't that just gonna make it way harder? Yeah, when... but it's just it's it's the you know it's, like I was like I was saying earlier, the training camps are so taxing mm-hmm. and takes so much out of these guys. They just want to like be burnt off. out. And yeah. the fights are the fights are hard, and you're beat up, and you just you, the last thing you want to do is go back into a gym and get punched again. So yeah, definitely. A lot of guys just kind of fall off with that. Chris has a book. Which is very good. I'm gonna plug What's it in of, for him because he's yeah. always forgetting. What's the book? You're like, uh, I have it's, a book. Called, it's called the Fighter Physique, uh-huh. um, and it's essentially it's it's my workout plans that I've used for a bunch of my world title fights by my strength coach, mm-hmm. kind of geared towards the general population. Okay. Um, and it's like it's three resistance training sessions a, a week, and then I put in some boxing workouts that anyone can do. Uh-huh. Like it's not like super complicated stuff at mm-hmm. all. I did it. My my wife did it. Mm-hmm. We both loved it. Yeah. Like, and it'll you'll see transformation in your body in like two weeks. I've That's had great awesome. feedback from mm-hmm. from my clients and people who've, who've purchased it. I've got guys; they've sent me their um, their blood work and how it's changed over using utilizing the the workouts plus the nutrition that's in there. Yeah. Um, I'm looking to come out with another volume this this uh, this New Year's. Where can people get that? ChrisAlgieri.com has everything. Oh, it's just, so you just buy it online. Yeah, just buy so online. do you need access to a gym? Um, there. Yes, like you need some kind of the resistance stuff. Mm-hmm. You do um, the boxing stuff very little. I mean, heavy bag and some gloves, yeah. and you're pretty much good to go. Or people can just use it, do like shadow boxing and stuff like that. Yeah. They could do. You can adapt. Especially They're the pretty easy stuff. to adapt mm-hmm. all the exercises. Yeah. Even if your gym doesn't have the equipment, you'll find a way to, um, make, it to make it work. Yeah, Theo was doing it in his living room in yeah. his boxers. So. Yeah, I like that. Get so. everybody into it. Yeah. It was weird. He sent me a bunch of pictures doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys post that to, to the gram? No. no. You got to catch that. on. I put it on the gram with some high quality videos. Yeah, no, I'm curious like what... So that's what you like suggest for like a general population, because I mean, yeah, I mean, boxing is not for everyone. Like, yeah, um, I mean, and and I, I tell this people all the time. And boxing is a big fitness craze right now, um, but there's really no boxing without getting hit. Like you yeah. can't you can't hit something you can't hit someone mm-hmm. without getting hit back. Like mm-hmm. that's that's boxing gyms across across the you know the board. But um, but in terms of for general population and regular fitness, it's such a great workout, mm-hmm. and it shouldn't 
only be for people who are going to, you know, fight or get yeah. hit. Yeah. So 99.9% of people do not need to get hit. Yeah. So, but you can still utilize the workouts for, for a great fitness. Yeah. I've been seeing it pop up more like on like YouTube, these little like girls like these little fitness youtubers yeah. and they're mm-hmm. all of a sudden like doing at-home boxing workouts yeah. and i was like wow where did this come from it's, like it's big there's, there's all these boutique gyms popping up over all over manhattan yeah like, crazy crazy uh followership and yeah a lot of celebrities i feel it's like the end thing now it huh? is the end thing and it's people love right it i think because um boxing works so your core so much without having to do abs so suddenly yeah. you're like going to boxing classes for like three months and you realize like your your core is getting a lot stronger you're losing fat there and mm-hmm. it's all yeah. twisting and it's stuff. repetitive core core rotation like mm-hmm. bong, bong, bong. Yeah. Every, every punch is you turning your core and it's all lower body so it's like it's really the problem areas it's like that mid thigh to, to, mm-hmm. to like mid chest range that's where all mm-hmm. of your, your, your torque and your power comes from from a punch yeah Plus you're bouncing on your toes the whole time so like you're working your calves your 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 heart rate's getting up cardiovascular i mean and like you said Rip dabs. Everybody likes rip dabs. What's your opinion on traditional steady state cardio? Um, I think there's a place for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, What's I think the place? <laughs> within your workout program. Uh-huh. Within your routine. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that you should only do hit. I don't think you should only do steady state. I don't think you should only do weights. It's, the, mm-hmm. the human body doesn't really work great that way. Yeah. It adapts really fast to whatever we're doing. Um, so I think mixing it up is really important. Like I still keep a steady state you know, cardio in a couple times a week, but... I like to sprint. I get the most results, the mm-hmm. fastest results out of that. But um, but in terms of, of you building your, your, your base cardio steady states there, I think people need to realize that you don't burn as many calories working out as you would think. It really comes down to your diet. You've really got to focus on what's going in. Everyone's like, oh, well, I worked out, so I'm going to go, like, have a steak dinner and drink yeah. three beers. Like, no, okay, well, you just, you just, that was, like, three workouts that you, yeah. just, you just smashed. Yeah. You know, so... Um, yeah, I think people really, really overestimate how much they're burning. I would totally agree with that. Is that what you think? What do you think is like the biggest mistake people make when it comes to like? Um, well, I think actually we talked, we touched on earlier, under eating. Okay. I think that's the biggest thing. I think people, um, it's difficult. I understand, you know, like to, to, to be regular with your eating and not to overeat at each meal. See, but. I don't think it's that difficult. I don't know why well, people. Quality, quality. <laughs> that yeah. too. But even, even that, I mean, f- food is food. I mean, uh, like you can, it's just, I think people overeat too. So it, most of the time that people I deal with, like, like, oh, well, I eat once a day. I'm like, okay, that's not good. Even though you're, <laughs> you're eating a, 2,000 calorie meal well, or what, what, do you, what do you think about <laughs> the fasting craze I uh, the, the, the sigh <sighs> <laughs> I'm so curious yeah. I don't uh, hate on it I'm not I, I, do you fast yeah like I do in, I do I've intermittent fasting I've been doing it for like a year now. every day yeah what, what, well, do, you, what do you do 16 8 I do, or it, do you? I do it uh, six six days a week okay yeah so I do, I do the 16 how long are Okay, 16. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I feel my cardio goes down a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it's my body type, but I, I don't like it. Okay. I, I don't like that. Yeah. I, I, like, I'll tell you right now, even just like like these two guys, their body types. Like, mm-hmm. like Theo is, is a much leaner, um, thinner guy. So his metabolism is probably a lot higher. He probably, he probably his body is probably carb-friendly. He probably mm-hmm. burns through carbs relatively easily. Mm-hmm. He's um, an ectomorph. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Frankie's a bigger guy. He, you know, he carries, he carries uh, more mass, more body size. Um, I feel like the intermittent fasting is probably better served for him. He's probably better at utilizing his fat for fuel, um, you know, and, and being longer at work. All these God. muscles that I carry. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. just, they got to be fed, man. You got to feed those muscles. Where Theo and I, I mean, I, we got to eat all the time. Yeah. You know? 
I'm, what do you think about, I mean, I'll tell you right now, most people listening to this is, are women. Mm-hmm. So do you, what's your perspective on differences between men and women? Big difference. So, okay, so I was a personal trainer before. Yeah. My, actually, throughout the majority of my, my earlier fight career. I feel like you've literally done so much and you just don't remember. Like, you need to, like, remember everything yeah, I, mean, <laughs> <laughs> I told him he had to write all this stuff down. Yeah. yeah they, by these the guys way, tell me all the time I have they get a book. Out <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I was a, I was a personal trainer and I, and I really was, that was kind of my niche was mm-hmm. women. I was working with a lot of um, uh middle-aged women who were just like they had time off during the day and i was i was training yeah. during the day and i did group classes and individual fitness um it's a totally 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 different approach you've got to be um the the areas that that uh they're worried about are different than men of mm-hmm. course um the the physical capabilities the metabolic output's going to be different um my biggest successes with my female clients was I got them to resistance train. I got them to lift weights. I got them to like lift heavy things, mm-hmm. which they never would have thought of doing. Yeah. Um, and they couldn't really do on their own anyway because I, w- I was doing some compound movements. They deadlifts, things like that. Um, box jumps, you know, kind of explosive maneuvers that you wouldn't really think of a 40-year-old woman doing. Yeah. But that's when I got the best results. I would start with like a kind of like a basic more steady state steady state kind of work and get them leaner get the nutrition plan a little bit better they would get leaner but then they'd come to me and they think i love the results but i want abs yeah you know past 40 getting abs for a woman's really really difficult Uh, but i did it with with a bunch of my clients you know we were doing a lot of like i said bring in that's when i would all right we gotta step up to the next level guys we're gonna change the diet a little bit more we're gonna add in some some maneuvers and movements and exercises that you probably never done before and you might be a little afraid of doing yeah, and they mm-hmm. thought they were ta- taboo that's i think that's yeah a big thing I, I, they I think they're gonna get like big yeah how bad do you want it to yeah. feel yeah. i would explain them about their abs I'm like listen your abs are a muscle yeah like, you're lean now you don't have any body fat over there but you get but the abs aren't showing it I'm like because the muscle's not developed mm-hmm. we got to develop that muscle you know a percentage yeah, the percentage of that muscle is 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 fast twitch muscle. So you got to mm-hmm. do some explosive stuff. You got to do some heavy stuff, and that's when the abs will pop out for these these ladies. Yeah. And it's so hard to get that big. Like I think women in general are afraid to, like to get big, but if they realize like to get it's a process. Big, it's not yeah. yeah to get the big they fear. It's it's super hard. hard. And we don't have enough testosterone. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. that's my was my, <laughs> yeah. my argument. It's like I don't want to get too bulky. And yeah. You're like you, yeah. You yeah. It's not gonna not get bulky. Honey, yeah. we're doing seven push-ups. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I also feel like, I mean, I have a different demographic. So like younger women, I, I think nowadays people aren't afraid of that anymore. Yeah. Like I feel mm-hmm. like that's, but it's still Strong prevalent. Strong as sexy. Yeah. Like, uh, I mean, I look at like my mom, I'm just arguing with her last weekend mm-hmm. about this. I'm like, you need to like lift a weight, like try yeah. and do a push up, And she still is afraid of that. But then I look at this younger demographic and everybody is like, just killing that. They're not afraid to lift weights, but mm-hmm. I just feel like they're all over training and under eating. Right. And you, you see the body type show from that, too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of these younger generation, these girls that are doing um, like kind of the CrossFit phase and these these power movements, mm-hmm. they're doing too much of them because mm-hmm. um, that's all they do now. Mm-hmm. So all they're doing is, like I said earlier about the steady state versus, you know, doing HIIT training, it, it shouldn't be the only thing you do. Um, CrossFitters are, are 
totally known for under eating, being undernourished, underfueled, um, and training really, really hard and breaking mm-hmm. their bodies down. Um, you know, that's when you tend to see people that get like that thicker midsection. Yeah. You know, they get the arms are, are, are relatively stringy compared to the rest of them. Um, that's that's I notice that with athletes that are underfueled, aren't resting enough, uh, overtrained, and you see that a lot with these the younger generation of females who are doing this heavier resistance training or this CrossFit style of working yeah. out. So how do you get them out of that? So I, what I do with my athletes that I actually yeah. work with at, at, the, uh, at the college level, um, I, I actually over, I start to overfeed them. Not overfeed them, but I start to increase their calories. Mm-hmm. And I normally do 300 calories additionally a day, and I do that for two to three weeks. Mm-hmm. And then I'll do it again mm-hmm. and again. I have athletes that are CrossFit athletes, for example. Uh, cr- not CrossFit, uh, cross-country athletes. They're running 15, 20, 25 miles a week mm-hmm. and eating... 1100 calories that's crazy right and they're, they're still really getting through the did people no i'm curious did they like realize that they should eat more food but just don't want to or is it just like they think that's enough food um both so uh, what i've noticed with athletes and or just really fitness oriented conscious people um they become very much aware of the foods that they're eating and mm-hmm. they don't really understand certain other parts of the diet and metabolism mm-hmm. and how it works and like oh well you know that's there's this many calories in that, so that's a lot, you know, and it's mm-hmm. really you're burning so many because of how many, how much you're working out. Um, but then there's things like the thermic effect of food where different macronutrients have a different, um, you know, uh, a net gain of calories in the body, which a lot of people don't understand. So they just think they need to eat less and less and less. Yeah. You know. Is there a particular macronutrient that you think is, is not eaten enough? Um, everyone's afraid of carbs. Yeah. And my my suggestion with carbs is you got to be careful with carbs because it's very easy to overeat them. Uh-huh. They're delicious. Yeah. <laughs> um, but carbs are for movement. Mm-hmm. That's that's our body's preferred source of fuel when you're doing anything that's going to get your heart rate up, anything that's going to be explosive, anything that's going to be fast, anything that's going to be strong. Our body prefers to use carbs for fuel. Um, so if you're doing anything like that, you need carbs. Mm-hmm. If you're not, you don't need that many carbs. If you're sitting around all day at a desk, your body's not using carbs then. It's using fat. Yeah. Um, so at that point, I would stick. I, when I work with people, I, I tell them to focus more on their protein first, mm-hmm. fill in the gaps with, you know, protein first. Think about how much protein you're. Monitor that, and then put your carbs around your workout, and then fill in the rest with fat. We'll see how like the the keto diet or like the bulletproof diet was born in Silicon Valley with all those, you yeah, know, mm-hmm. all the nerds behind desks that would just spend hours and hours on end, mm-hmm. just like punching away at a keyboard and just like consuming yeah. coffee and fat. Yeah, you know. Have you guys tried keto? I have. What 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 happened? Um, I leaned out. My results were like decent, but I didn't have that explosive mm-hmm. strength that I used to have, and like, you know, I, I couldn't lift as heavy. Yeah. So I decided to drop it. Have you ever tried? And it's really hard to sustain. Yeah, yeah. It's really I, I, I didn't yeah, like how I felt with that. You know that. Yeah. Going back to something that Chris said that I was going to ask him personally. Do you think like the people listening? Let's say they have a nine to five job. So do you think they during the week? Because a lot of people are afraid of going on like those diets. Like you see, oh, I'm no more carbs. But if you have, if you're going to be in the office three days a week, maybe those are the days that they should cut off the carbs so they won't be as afraid to go on a diet, right? Those are, that- so like, those are situations where I think the keto and the intermittent fasting fall in that, that population. The people who are more sedentary, the more day-to-day people, um, the weekend warriors, you know, the people who train like that. Mm-hmm. If, you're, if you're spending the majority of your time sedentary, then those diet 
plans work. And then they could go on the weekends, like, they'll say, like, okay, Saturday I'm going to work out, I'm going to have some more carbs and mm -hmm. stuff like that. And then I think that's... You should include that in your next book. Yeah, yeah you're you welcome. Should. Well, and also, you're welcome, I mean, going back to what you're saying about protein, I think that the whole protein thing is so interesting because everyone's talking about carbs and fat, but like, not that many people are talking about protein. Mm -hmm. And then keto made everyone scared of protein. And then there's the whole like, you know, limiting protein for longevity. What's your opinion on the protein? Um, so there, there's um, for a, let's talk for athletes and then regular people. Mm -hmm, okay. Um, for one, for athletes, it's it's so ridiculously important because yeah. of the muscle breakdown from all the mm -hmm. working out. Um, you know, the athletes that I deal with, whether they're at the uh, Division One college level or they're at the professional ranks with my fighters, um, you're looking at two workouts a day, six days a week. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> so your 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 lean tissue breakdown and the, and the, the catabolic state of of where you're you're losing the lean tissue which you need. Is, is a very dangerous thing. You need to make sure that your athletes are staying healthy mm -hmm. and, and staying strong and not losing the lean tissue. We're working hard for them to build muscle. We want a lean athlete, sure, but we want to make sure they're maintaining their muscle as well. Mm -hmm. So um, constantly feeding with protein is really important. We don't have a storage form of protein. Mm -hmm. It's not like carbohydrate we can store as glycogen. It's not like uh, dietary fat that we store as fat. Protein, um, we, our body needs a, a, a flux of amino acids throughout our bloodstream throughout the day. And if you're training multiple times a day, those amino acids are the building blocks for the muscles, mm -hmm. right? So if you're breaking that muscle down, you need to have amino acids being washed over throughout throughout the day, multiple times a day. We're looking at five, six times a day. That's protein portioning. Um, so that's when I when I deal with my athletes, I've, that's where I start. Mm -hmm. How much protein do we need? You know, go. We'll start from there and then we'll work around that. And, and quality protein, because you you corrected me. I was taking like plant based proteins, mm -hmm. and I wasn't seeing like. I was Results. taking it for like a, a year. And let's say my body, I weighed the same, but like... Did you have gut issues too? Um, no, I just okay. tried it because it was a fad. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then yeah. Chris got me back on the... The whey or the, the what type of protein? Uh, I think we went to the whey, but yeah. it, it was really I just was looking for a complete protein that has a full amino acid profile that yeah. has a lot of leucine. Uh -huh. So the leucine threshold is like two and a half grams, and that's mm -hmm. really where, where muscle protein synthesis gets engaged. Mm -hmm. If you don't hit that number, it really doesn't. And mm -hmm. it's really difficult to do with plant-based uh, proteins because the leucine is generally very low mm -hmm. in plant-based proteins. Like you're getting enough protein, but you're not getting enough of the 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 most specific amino acid that's important for muscle gain. Mm -hmm. Interesting. I love that you're talking about because people are just looking at just like just the protein, and well, not the micronutrients. The macro. Yeah, the, yeah, the, that's you know, true. Like, it's easy to count macros. You, we can't count micros. Mm -hmm. I post about this all the time. Like I like to eat with color, so mm -hmm. like because. We can't add up those micros. Mm -hmm. There's there's no way for us to test that from day to day or monitor what you're taking in. But nature gave us a great indicator, and it's color. Mm -hmm. So you get a lot of micronutrients from your colors. And like you said, even even protein can be broken down into smaller constituents, which are amino acids, mm -hmm. which we do we can follow. Um, but we know that there certain sources are better than others when it comes to those specific essential amino acids. Mm -hmm. What about general population people? I say still start with protein. Mm -hmm. Still start with where, where your protein's coming from. Make sure you're getting it in throughout the day because, for one, it makes you feel uh, fuller, faster, and longer. Mm -hmm. um, two, it, it, it increases, it is a very high thermic effect, which mm -hmm. means that the amount of energy utilized to break the macronutrient protein down mm -hmm. is higher than it is to, to assimilate carbohydrate and fat. So the net gain of the calories is less for protein than other other um, other macronutrients. So you could kind of eat more protein and not see a negative effect. Um, and also just to make sure that you know a lot of other 
parts of our system work based on proteins, our immune system, things like that. Their proteins are really the working building blocks of of our bodies. Our bodies yeah. So making sure that you're getting enough protein, I think, is really important. So definitely start there. Do you see? Any danger of a long-term high-protein diet? So more and more research is being done right now. One of them is my buddy, Jose, Dr. Jose Antonio. He is mm-hmm. the founder and head of the uh, International Society of Sports Nutrition. And he is vastly becoming the over-protein scientist. He's mm-hmm. taken, he's doing these crazy overfeeding protein studies where he's giving people like 500 grams of protein a day yeah, and, and then testing their liver, their kidneys, yeah. everything like that. They are showing across the board, no damage to any of the other systems. That's you, so interesting. I need you know to go to the, that doctor. I need to go to that. I, I'll send you yeah. the studies. They're really, really, they're cool. And he's done, he's doing a lot of them and getting a what lot of them. What were you going to say? Uh, you know the, the, the negative part of it is everybody smells. Uh, and they sweat. They say they sweat all the time because so of the thermic effect yeah. of the protein. You're eating so. I mean, it's 500 grams. It's 500 grams or 400 grams, something like that. So it's a ridiculous amount. But uh, you get like kind of like an ammonia y smell. But what about? I mean, I mean, how long term are those studies though? Um, some of them are six months, a year, and there's their their testing. But what about this whole argument about just like in terms of like longevity? Like, mm-hmm. like, like. I mean, you're not testing longevity in terms of a year. No, no, of course not. You know? I mean, but there's, I mean, when you're dealing with humans, there's yeah. there's obvious constrictions when yeah. it comes to doing clinical trials. Yeah. Um, and I think they're moving towards that. They they are they have a lot of guys like the, I, I don't know how many studies they've done so far. I, I can't even say accurately, but I know they have a bunch of subjects that they're that are doing all of them. Like mm-hmm. it's the same guys. Yeah. Um, and they're going through the whole the whole study that way, and 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 it showed actually that they, even even in the overfeeding populations that they're getting leaner. Like they're mm-hmm. they're eating more calories than they normally would be, but they're still their body composition is is changing into a leaner body. Yeah. yeah, I just go tell that to Sylvester Stallone. Oh yeah, and the yeah. type we were talking about this, the type of protein and how they're getting that mm-hmm. that protein. Because I mean, you can eat the quality of the steak, the vessel where it comes. Like they can't be eating hamburgers and stuff well, like that. So I, think, I don't know how they. they I would think there's a big that. confusion with 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 protein right yeah. now and meat specifically. Um, it's it, people are confusing um, meat with with food quality. Mm-hmm. So they're saying, oh, meat is the problem. Meat is so damaging. Meat is causing this. Meat is causing cancer. Meat's making these people sick. Not necessarily. It's where this meat's coming from. Like the it's, quality of the meat. Exactly. Yeah. We're talking about food quality now. If um, if you're getting you know grass fed organic in the in the the animal is eating the foods it's supposed to be eating by nature um we've been eating animals for for generations hundreds and hundreds of years so um it's just becoming an issue now because of the the food supply itself do you have any vegan clients i do i do so how do you how do you make that work so little quick quick story about daniel jacobs um he is a cancer survivor Mm -hmm. daniel jacobs has amazing stories his nickname is the miracle man he literally had spinal cancer during his pro career was told he was never going to walk again. The wow. guy won a world title after that. Mm-hmm. Incredible guy. Um, so he is very conscious of what goes into his body, obviously, coming off of something like that. Um, and he eventually wants to be a full vegan. He says, by the age of 40, I want to be full vegan. And he wants to kind of start that transition now. So he came to me at the beginning of this camp and said, hey, I've been eating a lot of vegetables. I'm going to be more, more of a pescatarian you know, kind of diet. I want to try and be vegan for this camp. You know what I told him? Absolutely not. You I can, like you. You can you can do that. I said you can do this after your career. Yeah. What you do 
in between fights or after your career is fine. But right now we got to work, and I need you to be at the best level that you possibly. Or can. I walk. I wouldn't do it. I would. I mean, because I, I I couldn't put an athlete through that, especially if, if so new. No, and if something goes wrong, it's on you. Right. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So I spoke to him and I told him. Um, the pros and cons and why we would do it the way we were doing it. We definitely did eat way more vegetables. We cut out chicken entirely. He did not eat chicken at all. Um, he did eat bison meat three days a week, though. Um, Grass-fed, organic, free-range, you know, like real, uh, real bison. He was eating eggs throughout, throughout the camp and, uh, and fish. Interesting. Yeah, I think it's just, I don't know. I will say this, though. He made weight a lot easier this camp. Just the only, and really the only difference is we eat more veggies and we cut out chicken entirely. Where normally we were eating chicken nearly every day. Okay. So, and, and nice. making the weight was a breeze, and he's generally known as having a nightmare to make weight. Wow. Yeah, and it's it's publicly known, too. Everyone's like, yeah, he's always struggled, he's always struggled. And now I come on, and it's easy. Interesting. But our coffee is vegan-friendly. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Okay, I have a few wrap-up questions. First of all, random, are there any um, boxing or fighting movies that are actually like good represent good representations yeah so raging bull okay robert de niro um from 1980 uh -huh. is phenomenal like so spot on like and not even just the ring stuff like the ring action is really good robert de niro fought three amateur boxing fights in preparation for the role really he went two and one yeah. yeah he was a method actor yeah and he looked he looked the, the action the fight scenes actually did look good uh, a little ridiculous and violent, He's good. more so. But he was good. But um, but the the real the real amazing part of, of of the reality of of that movie was his interactions with the people around him, mm. outside of the ring, his wife, his brother, his family, the people he's around. Fighters have a very specific mindset and personality and characteristics that are very indicative of fighters. Mm -hmm. We're fighters. We fight everything. Everything is a fight. Um, and it's really difficult when you're in training camp to shut that off. And you see that throughout the movie. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's the scene where he's banging his head against the wall and says, I'm not an animal. I'm not an animal. He's punching the wall. You know, like, it's it's, it's really visceral and, and really true to form. Okay. We were talking that. about, Frank and I this morning, about fighters, uh -huh. personalities. Because we've dealt a lot with... Um, with fighters and we know a lot of fighters and it's they all have it's what they're they fucking say savages they, it, yeah. it is. they're savages and it's like that with all of them it, it you can either be like a mma fighter or a boxer or a grappler it's all that that like testosterone yeah. alpha like it, no breaks mm -hmm. that that type of personality That's so interesting yeah. i also wanted to ask you guys what were you doing before chimera um real estate development um both of us no. by coincidence <laughs> Like, I went to school to be a civil engineer, and then I started a real estate development company in Dominican Republic, which I still run with my business partner there. Not as much at the day-to-day -day basis anymore, mm -hmm. um, but we still have it. And before that, I used to have a restaurant on the beach, like Ooh, a beach bar. What yeah, kind of restaurant? It was like... Um, you serve tacos? Typical food. Uh, no, it was like more like seafood. Oh, yum. And uh, so I used to do events, like EDM events there, because it was a big oh. venue. What like, happened to the restaurant? Uh, I sold it. What was it called? Caribbean Sun. Ooh. Caribbean yeah. Sun Beach Bar. It was bar. famous in DR. Famous. Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah, we did like Tiesto, Swedish House Mafia. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Wait, so then how... Okay, how did it switch to... Well, Frank and I always used to invent stuff. Like we used to have 
Um, we used to bring DJs mm -hmm. down to Dominican Republic. We used to have a fight league, an MMA fight league. We had three events with like 5,000 people. It was televised. It was broadcast over the internet back in 2007 when no one was doing that stuff. Yeah. Um, what else did we invent? Well, a trucking company. Um, yeah. It's so, so many, so we, many things. We had things. a lot of failed businesses, but, yeah. you know... I think it's really important to find something that you're really passionate about mm -hmm. and uh you know fitness for us is is really important and mm -hmm. and um i think if you're really passionate about something it's probably going to go good for you yeah. so, I mean, obviously you have to put in the time but i think that's a really and, good start and also not giving up you just guys yeah. told about all your failed businesses and oh, like, you're gonna make it work so many yeah. and it's just like a um, do or die mentality it's just like physics you put energy into it and you're gonna get it out eventually you'll get it out some people get discouraged because maybe they're putting so much energy into all these projects and they fail and they mm -hmm. fail but eventually it's gonna explode and you're gonna have something there do you think that's the hardest part or what do you think yeah, yeah getting, think, getting getting i think discouraged. getting over the hump uh -huh. yeah and being scared part. i think a lot of people are scared to break from the safety yeah so uh, there was this podcast i think it was the joe rogan podcast and he said in order to succeed you got to remove the safety net i yeah. always keep that in the back of my mind not to have a safety net even some people use like oh maybe my family could always oh, gonna bail me out or i mm -hmm. have this secure job but just like remove it and push forward mm -hmm. yeah. but how do you know if when it's time to be like this isn't gonna work this versus like keep pushing through oh, man. we we never said it's never gonna work <laughs> i don't know yeah, why I don't, but i mean yeah. you had yeah. failed businesses before right yeah, yeah but then we said okay what did we learn from this and let's not do it again from every business we we took like um there's a couple of things that i don't want to mention because it's like my personal secret okay. that we took from the businesses but you gotta look okay this one failed what caused it to fail what made it go right mm -hmm. and you take those one or two things and then you apply it to the next one maybe i hired too many people maybe i i didn't do the marketing well maybe i had a problem with my loved one mm -hmm. and maybe that caused the negative thing on the on or the, the, the logistics maybe weren't right yeah. yeah also though you guys are lucky like i think it's always nerve-wracking to go into business with someone else like a friend you know yeah did you, did you worry about that? You gotta, yeah, because um, you gotta know that it's gonna be taxing on the relationship. But yeah. then um, you gotta. So Frank and I got in a lot of arguments, and with our other partner. But you always gotta say, okay, this is business. Yeah. So then, once you know for a fact that mm -hmm. this is a business, and you're gonna argue, then that's completely aside from when you go out and have a couple of drinks. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I think that's hard. That's when people take it personally. Yeah. Were you guys like really, cause wait, how old were you when you first met? It was, well we met when we were like kids, but yeah. we started hanging out together around like 2004. Oh, okay, I was gonna ask if you were like BFS when you were five. Well, our <laughs> other partner, uh, Numbers, he's like, he's, he's a CFO in, of the company. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's like in the same uh, Yeah, crew. we were in middle school together, mm -hmm. oh, so okay. I've known him forever, yeah. and we had a boy band as well. Oh, really? Yes. What yeah. was Primo it called? Producer. It's on Prim YouTube. Primo pregame. It's on YouTube. It's yeah. our music it. video. <laughs> what was and your role? What? What was your role in the band? Like what? I was kind, I was kind of like the 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 song rapper kind of deal. Yeah. What does and that mean? You, like you know the rapper, the, the guy yeah. that the guy can that you give, Can you give us a no, little? No, you're putting no? it on No. You can't? Look it up. It's, it's Just look it really up. good. The production primo value producer. is primo, primo pregame and then in SoundCloud, Primo producers can you email you can, me a link yeah yeah 
and you can find well, all our 15 I'll show songs. it to you after it's, the yeah. podcast is It's over. surprisingly good. <laughs> I'm so curious. That's so funny. Yeah, Frank was the rapper, and Numbers, who was the nice CFO, voice. was like the, the um, harmony, not angelic voice, but like the, the, the more yeah, traditional voice. Yeah, he's got a nice voice. Yeah. So, if, like, within Chimera Coffee, like, what are your guys' specific roles? Like, do you, how do you differentiate? Um, so, I take care of all, like, the, I would say, like, the customer service. Okay. Like, I'm on Amazon, like, making sure the customer experience is seamless. That's, like, the number one thing, which I actually took from Zappos. Zappos said they're a customer service company, and then they sell, that sell mm-hmm. shoes. And I try to take that, because um, I know our coffee costs money, and people are using that hard-earned money i know how much yeah. how much work it is to like make any money in this world so we want them to have like a premium experience so yeah and sales uh research and development and some logistics for like uh uh the facility okay yeah he handles like the shipment which is super hard like he deals with all like the all the nasty shit and stuff yeah and, and then I, and i'm the abs yeah look at this fucking guy <laughs> <laughs> um so okay is there anything that you can share about future things um yeah we can share a couple of stuff we have a couple of things um <laughs> that we that we're working on nespresso um, the nespresso pods Ooh, yeah because we be... have the k-cups but Nespresso is a lot more difficult, the machine. Yeah. So we're doing that. Um, we have a, other couple products that we want, some chocolate products that we want to bring to the market and some nut butters. Oh, um, hell yeah. Which they're going to be coming and there's, there, there's no competition for that type of nut butter that mm-hmm. we're bringing out in the market Oh, today. what about the beans? We've been, we've been, the beans? We've been, uh, yeah, the chocolate-covered coffee. No, no, the, no, the regular beans like that. Like oh, the, we have a whole bean. So, yeah, yeah. we have pea berry beans. I was really excited sale. about that because wow. yeah. I like the grind miles. No, um, no nootropics, so we call it phase one by mm-hmm. Chimera Coffee. And it's just the beans that we use on the limited edition blends, which are pea berry, which Frank can explain a bit about pea berry. Um, each plant yields like five percent of, of pea berry. It's um, mm-hmm. it's the the cherry produces two beans normally, mm-hmm. and uh, the pea berry is like uh, when the cherry produces one bean. So it it has like um like kind of like a more fruity, uh, more complex taste than 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 the rest of our blend. Yeah. So it has to be so hand picked, so it's more yeah, expensive. It's just a little bit more maybe citrusy and, and fruity. Yum! I really dig it. Yeah, do you get to try all the stuff first? Uh, not first, but I mean, when you guys yeah. get it out and you get some, have you tried the quick. nut butters? No, no we were, that's prototype telling, stage. Yeah. Yeah. I like need yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. it's sea yeah. almond nut butter. When are they gonna come? <laughs> <laughs> we're trying. We're trying we'll to see. get. We it have a lot of stuff on our plate. Year. We're also yeah. working yeah. with like different blend, blends, like like different tastes. Yeah. Different roasts. So making sure we have the supply ready. Yeah. That's important. Yeah. 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 Well, that's all very exciting. Well, thanks for joining me today. Thanks for having us. This was was fun. It was fun. fun. Why don't I can't wait to dig into those brownies though? Oh yeah. Did (laughs) yeah, you gotta try those. We'll see. But um how about you guys remind everybody where they can find you and get the product? Okay, they can uh find Chimera Coffee at Chimera Coffee. Dot com with a K. Uh, yeah, Chimera with a K. Coffee It'll be with in the K. show notes. Yeah, um, you said that right. on yeah. Amazon also, and on our website we have distributors um, all around the world, so they can find 
if you're in Ireland, you can find it there. If you're in Australia, you can find it there. South Africa. You're everywhere. So, yeah. You're everywhere. Cool. We've been expanding markets. Cool. And Chris? Just chrisaljury.com. If you can spell my last name, which is not easy, um, <laughs> you can find me. All right. Awesome. Well, thanks again for joining me. It was so fun talking to you guys. Yep. Same yep. Thank here. Thank you. Thank you Bye. for having us. All right. Okay, I hope you guys enjoyed that. It was so fun talking with Chris and Frankie and Theo. I loved having them here, and I really appreciate them taking the time to stop by my little studio apartment and podcast with me. So definitely try out Chimera. If you haven't already, go to ChimeraCoffee.com. Everything is in the show notes. Um, Follow them on Instagram, Chimera Coffee. Follow Chris, Chris Algieri. Everything will be written below. And... Don't forget to check out my new ebook on my website and make sure you join actually adultish podcast nation, our Facebook group, lots of fun in there. Make sure you enter the simply organic giveaway on our Instagram and please leave a rating and a review on iTunes. If you haven't already, it really helps get the word out about our podcast and it's a lot of fun. So that's it for today. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I will talk to you again next week. Bye.